this was a dead end. Okay. How much sweet loot did the ghost drop? None. <laughs> it's a shame. That puzzle is fun. That was a good puzzle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess uh, we will head towards the other tunnel, if that's okay with everyone else. Yeah. 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 Might as well. You make your way back up to the pit, and you look down from the 30 feet with your light, and you can see clearly that the tunnel on the other side of the pit is 20 feet away from you, down. How would you like to approach this one? Your rope is still tied to the top and does reach down to that area, but like your rope is 50 feet. So, and but you're saying the tunnel's on the opposite side, correct? Of this too. Would it I, be fair to guess that we have another rope? Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have another rope. Okay, good to know. I mean, I would think it's probably easier just to kind of go back up and then just kind of walk to the other side and then go back down, but uh, no, because the tunnel would be six. Uh, imagine so the pit didn't have another side from the top. So mm. like the mm. cave just kind of comes at like a slope into this pit. So you couldn't like walk around it. There's like a wall. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, I could, we could maybe attach like a rope to the end of one of my arrows maybe and yeah. try and shoot it over there. But I don't even see. still, we're not over there. So yeah, I don't know what that would. I also, also don't see an arrow embedding into the stone. Right. Easily. Mm. It's a 10 foot pit. So it's 10 foot and diameter yes okay. oh well we can jump that but then it's a 20 foot drop to the next tunnel yeah not great perfect the trajectory is made for this i'm not gonna try and do that <laughs> <laughs> and just so i, I want to make sure i'm understanding it's like pit here and then the opposite i'm sorry tunnel here and then the opposite tunnel is like across the diameter yes 20 feet down across the diameter okay is the wall, um the walls are smooth with calcium deposits okay Okay, so they're they're too smooth to like. Oh God, they're too smooth to. <laughs> they're too smooth to climb. Yes, Dave, you're, uh, not, you're not free climbing this. Damn it. Well, I mean, I'm no real magic man. Can uh, Grant or Rokar? Is this like anything you guys can solve with one of your spells? So I have here? a problem. I didn't take Tensor's Floating Disc because I didn't think it was a Conjuration spell. I thought I looked it up and saw that specifically it was not Conjuration. I don't remember what I thought it was. Why are you picking Conjuration? Because it's, that's the only thing. You can only take Conjuration or Abjuration as a... Eldritch Knight? Eldritch Knight, Oh, yeah. I thought you could just choose from like wizard spells. No, you get their specific oh. parts. Okay. So Shit, I'm wrong. Anyways, it's not even Conjuration. It's, it's Abjuration and Evocation. Those are the two spell types I can learn. Gotcha. So, so you don't know Conjuration. Tensor's Floating Disc is Conjuration. And I'm really hoping none of my other spells are Conjuration because that might fudge my spell list up a little bit. It's whatever. I'll sort it out a different time. How do you- I, don't, I don't think the people that listen to this podcast are listening to it to call us out on what we do. Dope. So <laughs> That's good because I realized. Check Reddit out after this episode. Is, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, all those Reddit users are real mad. <laughs> I've realized that I've said Caltrip instead of Cantrip. So I noticed. I know they're going to go in on that. <laughs> well, that was, you know, it was also called, you said it was a necrotic stone, but then, and then people kept saying necromancy. Yeah, or, it's it's okay. I think we just we were just shortening it to necro instead of saying necrotic. But but it's, it's necrotic. The same. It's not, the same thing. Okay. Necromancy, necrotic, necro. It all works out. Necromancy. So with movement and jumping. Okay. If I run ten feet, and I leap. Mm-hmm. Me being in the air doesn't count towards my movement, right? 
I think at that point you kind of like ceded control of your own movement, really. Yeah, so it doesn't, I mean, you're doesn't really go matter. As far as you go, I, I don't think I understand the question. I mean, you do have something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm trying to figure out how far I can leap. Basically, are you talking about the two story thing? No, no, no. I think, uh, yeah, I, I was looking at that. I don't think that gives me any kind of like finesse ability on movement from. Like, I can climb up stuff without it affecting it my movement. It gives you a distance jump as well. Does it? Well, I'm pretty sure you also, there are pretty clear guidelines on how jumping works, like how far you can jump, that sort of thing. That is very true. So you have an ability that's going to benefit you if you climb or jump and you want to try and use this over a bottomless, seemingly bottomless pit. In addition, when you make a running jump, the distance you cover increases by a number of feet equal to your dexterity modifier. Which is five. So I can jump five extra feet. You, you, can e- you can easily clear a 10-foot pit. Right. But if I fall, that's the problem. That is the problem. However, we could tie a rope to me and all three of you hold it. We could tie a rope to the end of this rope. <laughs> <laughs> Finch, Finch, you're right, man. Uh, and then we could, you might uh, you just kind of like, we can just get enough momentum to where we can probably kick on over there one at a time i mean can we can we tie a knot that is tight enough on the end or almost the end of one rope it's a dexterity saving throw and can god make a a rock so big that you can't push it off a cliff tie i'm pretty good at tying ropes (laughs) (laughs) in a a past life at least (laughs) so like i'm i'm a seaman by trade oh for real i mean technically yeah you're talking about real I, life. I can tie knots, yeah. so my character can obviously tie knots. Just a little bullet. That doesn't seem like good role playing. Hey, dude. Uh, I don't they, know if I'm crazy about uh, tying a rope to the end or close to the end of another rope, and then hoping that it holds the four of us. Okay, hang on a second. I'm I'm looking up. I'm looking up exactly how a like a leaping jump works because i think i want to try to jump across this chasm i would rather do the jumping thing and have us have him be tied to the three of us rather than tie a rope to the end of a rope i mean your other rope is 50 feet so i mean like you could hold on to it even though it's tied yeah that's true yeah and if it's 50 feet we're only 30 feet down so we're not tying it to the end the problem is going to be getting the rest of you over. And I think that's where this rope to rope thing comes around. I, I think it's a good idea. 182 and 190. <laughs> I think I think it might be time for Finch to step up and put his foot down. Yeah, you know, honestly, he hasn't had a time to shine yet. So maybe we try the, <laughs> maybe we try the rope to rope thing. Um, let's see. So your strength determines how far you can jump. When you make a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score. If you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump yeah i guess like the first room where uh bryn killed the spirit was his time to shine dean rokar handled the puzzle pretty well like he was the one that was outspokenly speaking so i'm gonna say he probably handled that and then so finch yeah you haven't had anything where you've shined yet where's your uh, trial bud i'm gonna try and tie this rope to the. i rope. think you're failing this trial. <laughs> i'm tying the rope to the rope and i'm gonna go first <laughs> did, did do we each have a rope or is it like we had two ropes between the four all of you had repelling gear because you knew you were coming to a okay. cavern so so you know what dude while they're trying to figure out this leap thing i say you just tie a rope and see what happens yeah we'll see how good i can tie the knot you can double check me we'll make sure it's <laughs> toit all right give me a dexterity saving throw finch do we still have guidance 
Oh, yeah, I guess in this instance. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could just yeah. give, give me guidance. some guidance. I will give you, you guidance. Dave, can I ask you, what is a, what's your strength score? Is it the same thing as your like strength modifier? No, strength score is the Actual, double digit number. Okay. So like I can legit jump like 18 feet probably. <laughs> I can, I could, I could leap 14, but because of the, the, the second story. Um, 19. 19. I just had the fuck out of this knot. What is it? 27. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, we're not going to use the rope, so... You want to check this, Grant? <laughs> I'm, I mean, if you roll a 27, I have faith. In the, but I Grant check. doesn't know that I rolled I a right, 27. Right. In game. In check game. the rope. That is a damn good knot, Finch. <laughs> I am very impressed. Thanks, Grant. Forgot we were trying out for the Boy Scouts. <laughs> hey, guys. Because things are dark, um, and also because I'm really shooting for that scout position, I'm going to try to jump across. So should I just hold the rope while I jump? Certainly not. Okay. Tie it to yourself. Actually, let Finch do it. He's a whiz at tying knots, so... <laughs> well, yeah. If there's one thing Finch can do, <laughs> it's tie some fucking knots. I gotta tell you, this knot really seems to <laughs> indicate that. I've inspected it thoroughly, and it's solid. I mean, yeah, I tied it around. We just gotta make sure that we give you, like, enough slack, but not too much slack, because, I mean, if you just miss and really fall, that could still hurt. Oh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be pretty bad. So. It's gonna be bad. Okay, well, if we're jumping across a 10-foot chasm, mm-hmm. so I, hit. we'll give you about 15 feet of slack. I know you're all about this jumping thing, but we Wait. do have a very, very well-tied rope-to-rope thing going on. I know yeah. you really want to jump. Just, Wait, what was the plan with that rope? I just, how, I was gonna, how does that get us across the top? Yeah, I'm confused. going to rappel down the rope until I get to... And, like, swing to it? Yeah, once I get level with it, then I'll just kind of start building momentum going back and forth until I can kick off and get over there. Yeah, but well, the rope isn't hanging from the yeah. middle. I know. You're stuck on the wall. You're just going to be purely kicking on. There's no, like, gaining momentum. You're kicking off of it and hoping that you can swing 10 feet out. And maybe let go with one hand and try to like grab the ledge. I've never swung from a rope like that. So I don't know how far you could reasonably expect to push yourself out from a ledge on a rope like that. I would say more than five feet because like if you, you can like legitimately you can jump against gravity, like a good athletic person, like the four of you, you're all technically like more than average people. You can jump three feet against gravity probably horizontally you can do more than three feet i mean i i can legit i can jump 18 feet like but i'm talking about height that's just i'm just saying that's a thing i can do i know but like if you're pushing it against horizontally yeah you would judge that against your jump gravity and you're not fighting and you're not fighting gravity so so you're and then your body is also five or six feet yeah yeah you could get a 10 foot so maybe that is the safest way to do it well, I'm going to try it. Well, I have another question about these tunnels. Okay. Are they like, is it like flush with the wall? Yes. So there's there's nothing coming out. No, there's no ledge coming out now. Okay. I mean, it's a little smooth. Yeah. Like it's not like a jagged edge, like yeah. a straight corner yeah. at the floor. But it's a fair thing. Like you're playing the football game at the Super Bowl for $50,000 or whatever, yeah. but it's your life instead. Yeah. And your plan is to jump and not only you know, jump down 20 feet, but also land in a space that's flush with the wall. There's no kind of runway to land on. You either make it into this, you, you're shooting. So, yeah, we'll just let Matt do his thing. Yeah. We'll just let uh, Finch do his thing. So Finch is going first? 
It was his idea. Well, you I know? think well, before Steve we say before. Finch goes first, he's not the most dexterous out of all of us. Oh, and he like also Chase kind of has a few abilities that might be. Yeah, I mean, uh, I came up with the idea. We can let. I'm not saying Chase still can't be the person to bring the rope into the tunnel to make this easier for us. But. Well, my plan was to basically get the rope over to the other side hmm. and then fasten it on the other side somehow. Not really sure where I'm going to do that. But then, then you can basically like line. shimmy across it. Yeah, and what I'm saying is, is instead of leaping, you should be the one to climb down the rope and then bounce off the wall. And swing. Then mm-hmm. just and swing. You're lighter and you got the dark vision thing going on, which yeah. will be good for tying it up yeah. once you get in there. Let's, so yeah, Let's just do Grant that. Grant just doesn't want you to jump. He wants you to climb down and then rappel to the other side. I feel as cool as jumping would be. You're, you're, once again, these, these tunnels are flush with the wall there's no runway for you to make it you're not just jumping from one distance to another you're jumping from a distance to another and trying to enter a small-ish space and you are into the wall uh our leader so if you wanted to perhaps pull rank expedite this this situation you could just put your meat on the table yeah okay Um, i feel that it's smarter to just at least try and repel okay and then kind of bounce smarter to do finch's idea i will Grab the rope. Am I tying it to myself? Or am I just... Uh, or you can let Finch tie it to you since he's a uh, not tying wizard. Tie it to yourself. We're going to have to pull the rope up because it's definitely pretty far past the, the tunnel below us. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you guys think that's the best course of action, sure. pull that up and tie that shit to me. Mm. Give me a dexterity saving throw, Finch. I still got guidance. Now you used guidance. I could just cast it again. <laughs> Finch. Is that math or what, what, are you still adding up or what's Finch. going on? That's called a crit miss. <laughs> oh, bad time for that. I, mean, I kind of, oh, yeah, whatever. I, I kind of feel like it rolled into like a crack. So. I mean, it, no, it, no, no. It, it's not on a plate where it lies. Crack. There's just a slight downplay off the paper, but I don't, I don't think it's enough. I think, it, right. I think it's a crit mess. Yeah, but you were just reaching for it. I think I'm about to kill my my best friend and bunkmate. So, <laughs> but I'm not aware. All I know. Would you not also be holding on to the rope though? Like you're not gonna. I mean, yeah, he's gonna be. You're not gonna put any effort <laughs> into holding on to the rope. You're just gonna put all your faith in this knot, pulling a rope up. I mean, you probably have to reach for it. I would just think it's like. No, it's up just, against it's the just cavern up against wall. The pit. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, because it's on your side of the wall, so yeah. it's just it's up against the pit. Okay. Yeah. I should have fucking jumped. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's gonna haunt you for the rest I of know, your days. I have a whole ability for long jumping, but you still have to fall. It, it's almost like Dave planned all this. You have an ability to jump a distance. It's, you don't have an ability to jump a distance accurately. It's almost like a guy wrote a story around Chase's abilities. <laughs> <It's>, well. <laughs> The thing is, I mean, I have a plus eight to acrobatics, which I would imagine that jump is. Well, Matt has a plus 14 to tie knots and look at him over there, Chris Phelan. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to listen to me. You just would get deducted in your score. <laughs> <laughs> you would just get a B minus. <laughs> you would never be a scout. That's the- <laughs> You'd be a cook in the fucking kitchen. The other side doesn't have to be so bad. All right. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> I just crit missed on tying That's right. this thing around uh, my friend. All right. So, if Bryn, you step up and kind of turn around, like put your back to Fitch as he like wraps the rope around your, like underneath your armpits and he ties it from behind. Um, Rokar and Grant give me investigation checks 
for the rope tying. Yeah, because I'm going to ask him to double check me again just because he's boss. 20. Nat? Like Nat 20? Yeah. Okay. Wait, really? Yeah. Nat, yeah. Okay. Thank God. Praise be. Not that, like a okay. 15 or something. So, so Grant, you look at this rope and you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't recognize the knot, but yeah, this is this is a perfect. Wait, hold, no, that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> and he gives it a slight tug, and it uh, catches I'm fire. Lo- <laughs> I'm looking at this rope, and it looks like you just wrapped it around his body. <laughs> you didn't you didn't tie a knot. You just wrapped it around his body a few times. It's like it's really convoluted knot, <laughs> but like you just pull on one end of it, and it just falls apart completely. Wait, Finch, what the shit? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm over it. I, I grab the rope. I just run to jump. Okay. <laughs> All right. Give me a acrobatics check. So you're holding onto the rope. You're not tying it around you. Nope. You're not even holding on the rope. Oh no no no! Like okay. yeah, I'm okay. grabbing the rope, and I'm like I'm holding on to it for dear life. Okay, but like, ready for it. So what are you trying to do? Right? Are you trying to leap to the other cave at this point? Yeah. You've given up on listening to your direct How? orders. How much slack are you giving yourself? Like, do you want the end or do you want to be up it a little bit? Because it was 50 foot to the tunnel. I guess. Okay. So I say I'm hanging on for dear life. But what I'm really doing is I have this rope and I'm just kind of like letting it slide in my hand. Okay. You're letting the rope slide in your hand. Okay. Give me the acrobatics check. Who does this guy think he is? Thank God he doesn't live here, right? I mean, <laughs> he's going to be out of the podcast by the end of the night anyways. That's not going to... What is that, dude? Just roll onto the table. You're going to roll it into the, crack, into the crack, crack of your of book, book, dude? I thought he just did it. No, it was like it landed on the edge of his binder or whatever. It's- oh, okay. 13. Okay. So, you run. You jump. And you're letting the rope slide through your hands, which you realize as you're going is causing a little bit of friction and like slowing your like air time down. And so you let go a little bit. Give me a dexterity save on that. That is 22. Okay. So you think you've, you've got the right amount of grip on the rope midair. And then you land on the edge, heels on the edge. And you can feel your like pull, like your back is going backwards, like you're about to fall back into the pit. Give me a dexterity saving throw again. Okay. Do I still have the rope in my hands at this yes. point? Okay. 17. Okay. You uh, hold on to the rope and you like balance yourself forward and you lean far enough forward where you are now in the tunnel holding on to the rope. Nice. I turn around. Bench. Did you see see that? Very nice. Very nice. All right, so pass the rope back so we can get over the the safe way. Do you guys want want me to try to fasten it here? Just let it let it go. I kind of I kind of like the fasten idea. I like the fasten thing as long as you can fasten it well. How are you fasten it over here? Yeah, yeah, and then we can just kind of slide over with like you know a piece of leather or something. I don't I don't think that works. So, yeah, we're just going to just shimmy across this thing. Okay. So, I'm fastening it? Yes. Sure. If you can find where, something. Where is the, is like, is it the knot that I originally tied still reachable? Like, could I just take that off and then. Right now it's reachable. And then I could tie it to something over here and then we could slide across. 
you want to detach the rope? That knot you tied so well. I mean, I'm just saying it's an option. I'm not saying it's the one we should choose. I'm just trying to make sure we all have something on the table to pick from. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Chase has a decent amount of rope to work with on his side. I'm sorry. I said, uh, I feel like Brandon. Yeah, Jesus, I have a shit ton yeah, you of have rope. 50 feet of rope yeah, to work with. So I, I have faith that he could find a, a good. Okay. I'm not oh. sure if people felt safer shimmying versus like just hanging on and sliding. Could I find like four or five stalagmites and just make like four or five fastenings? Sure. Because it's a long piece of rope. Sure. You want to try that? Does that sound Does that sound good to you guys? I'm gonna fasten. I mean, a, a bunch of backups doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. I just want to. I want to find like the the thickest, like you know, stoutest looking stalagmites. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. Okay. That was 18. Okay. So you go about 30 feet into the tunnel and you start to see like heavy set stalagmites. Um, and so you have about 20 feet of rope to work with and you start tying them to it. Give me, give me two dexterity saving throws. Okay. First is 21. The second is 15. So you tie them up and you guys check out. He comes back to the tunnel and tells you, tells you guys that he's got it done. And you look at it and the rope is a little bit. It's not against the tunnel for you guys. It's about two or three feet out. Plenty reachable in the sense. Uh, but you do kind of have to like tiptoe out and kind of fall forward to grab the rope. I will go first. Okay. Uh, give me a athletics or acrobatics check. Either one. 13. So are you guys trying to like zip line across it or are you I'm, grabbing it? I'm shimmying. You're slothing it, right? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you're not quick about it for sure. You kind of pretty hesitant, especially because of the amount of slack is kind of like leaving you swaying basically every time you move. But eventually two or three minutes, maybe more even you get to the other side and you're now standing up in the other tunnel. Hey buddy. Hey, um, I guess I'll go next. Um, hey, be careful, Finch. Yeah, you got you got some extra guidance you can give to me. Yeah, I can. Here's some guidance, dog. All right, thanks. I didn't want the guidance. Yeah, I thought about not asking for it and trying to be like independent, but you need know. guidance. I think I might need a little guidance. Is it dexterity save? No, uh, or just athletics dex- or acrobatics. Oh, athletics or acrobatics. Seventeen. All right. Uh, you're a little bit quicker than Rokar. Uh, you are easily handling yourself. You're kind of moving with the sway, like in a rhythmic fashion, and you get to the other side, and you're in the tunnel. Sweet. All right. I'll go. Okay. I'm glad you're okay, Finch. Hey, thanks. Me too. Glad you're okay. Thanks, buddy. Uh, 21. Yeah. You even faster than, the, than Finch. Uh, you make your way down the rope, and you are also in the tunnel with ease. All right. So, first things first. Sorry, I got a little hasty. But oh, <laughs> well, everything worked out, you know. Yeah. Um. So we should move forward. Do we want to do anything with this rope? I, yeah. I would say let's we, leave it for now, just in case we need it to get out. I mean, we all still got some extra rope mm-hmm. on us, so. Yeah, you've used two of your four ropes, so. Okay. Yeah. Between a collective group. Yeah. If we untied the second rope, then it would fly to the other side, mm-hmm. and we would pretty we'd be, be pretty screwed. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll lead the way if we want to move forward. Let's do it. Cool. 
All right. The cavern's twists and turns are intense. You find yourselves going beyond any notes from the previous scout's report. The air is thinning, and you are finding it harder to breathe. The, f- the pressure from being so far below ground, you can feel your eardrums pushing inward as the pressure becomes dense. The cavern then opens to a large, irregularly shaped chamber, and you are astonished at what you see from the chamber's entrance. Around the room, you see hundreds of spirits glowing with a light blue aura. The spirits sway back and forth with heads tilted back, and in the center of the room, you see a wraith floating over a dimensional archway. He moves towards the portal and reaches his hand through it and pulls out a spirit. The spirit is being held by the neck and fights with the wraith, but the wraith then pulls the the face of the spirit in and you see the life force of the spirit pulled away into the wraith. The dark wraith has a silver shine to it that becomes brighter after sucking the life force out of the spirit. Give me initiatives. Yeah, you are currently in a free surprise round. You don't know if you'll have another free surprise round. He does not currently know you're there. So the the room that we're in, did you say it was multi-leveled? Like it's No, it's just a really big chamber. Really big chamber. And there's spirits at like ground level. Kind of like a gladiator arena setting. Like okay. there's a flat area in the center of the cavern where the wraith has like this just archway built in the center of the room. That makes sense. Okay. Um, do these spirits look like kind of lifeless? Like they're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they have that light bluish tint like the other wraiths did that came out of the tunnel. Okay. Out of the portal. And seeing that wraith pull the spirit out of the portal and then like basically take its life force. You can surmise. Yeah. Okay. That he's the bad guy. Sure. Yeah, well, I didn't think he was a friend. Yeah, I say under <laughs> my breath, I was right. My God. I was right. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that I'm only at, uh, I'm at like 19 health. I'm going to kill him in one turn anyway, so don't worry about it. Mm, boy. So, like, any action we take right now is going to fall under the... Surprise, uh, surprise action round yeah. that you're yeah. getting. You don't know if you get another surprise action round. He currently just doesn't know you're there. So whatever you want to do in the sense of him not knowing you're there. How far away are we from him? A hundred foot diameter room. So you're about 50 feet from him. Okay. Are there rock formations that I could um, yeah, there's, easily there's, hide behind and stuff like uh, that? Other than the center of the room, there's a lot of stalagmites all over the place. And he's in the center? He's in the center near the archway. Is there a turn order? For yeah, surprise? Yeah. So right now there's Ty. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what kind of healing I want to do. Sure. Yeah. You can always pass and then uh, just yeah, you can finish hold your, your turn. I'll hold my turn then. Okay. And then jump back in before the like round of turns is over. And then Finch, you're doing good berries. Yeah. And eating them. Yep. Okay. So you have nine HP healed. Oh, yeah, because it takes one, huh? So how bad is everybody off right now as far as their health goes? I'm at 19 out of 30. 34 out of 43. 32 out of 40. I guess I'm just going to use Mass Cure Wounds. Okay. What's that do? I'm sorry. I'm so, I've looked up the wrong ones. Mass Healing Word. I don't know what that does either. We don't have a cleric in the actual yeah. podcast, so. Um, as you call out words of restoration, up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range, regain hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. 
The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. But so one d four plus your spell casting for everybody. Yes, including yourself. Yeah. So eight hit points for everybody. Eight hit. Nice. But I lose three because I'm casting a level three spell. Correct. Yeah. So you get five back. Okay. You cast this healing word for everybody and you try to do it as subtly as you can. Because of that, give me a stealth check with it. Nine. Okay. Rokar. Um, I am going to um, take the opportunity to close a little distance. Maybe this muscle... Did you give me movement? It's probably just 30 feet, right? You're human, right? Yeah. It's 30 feet. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and close the full 30 feet. Okay. And I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast a uh, magic missile. Okay. Like, as your surprise round? Like, uh, you're, you're, you're doing... Like, you're starting this. Yeah, but I'm going to do more. Okay. Do you want to know all everything I'm doing? Sure. I'm going to cast magic missile and then I'm going to action surge and then I'm going to cast acid splash. Oh, also real quick. So if, if he's going to attack the guy, is that it for secret turns for the rest of us? Uh, you and Matt or yeah, you'll still get your secret turn, but then it'll go into the normal role, normal rotation. Sure. That's what I thought. So that is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten damage on the magic missile. For Acid Splash, that is a deck save. Okay. For the target. Do you know the DC? It's 14. Uh, it does save against Thief Acid Splash. Okay. Magic missiles pour from your hands, and you're just shooting them off and like spinning with each one of them, just doing this arc of magic missiles going into these waves and weird formations, and they each pound into the like the wraith just making him twist and turn and actually kind of push him like close to the portal. And then he sees the acid splashes come and he just kind of dodges as the acid splashes go into the portal itself. And then Bran, it's your turn. I'm, I'm 50 feet away from it right now. Yes. I'm definitely going to try and move up on it. If I get at a different angle at this point, is it flanking? If, not at this point. Cause Rokar is not five feet in it. Okay, okay. Not melee that, range. That makes sense. Okay. I want to try to get up on him and sneak up on him and then hit him with the rapier from, from behind. Okay. Uh, because this is the surprise round, you would get advantage on it, so it would be sneak attack if you do hit. That's exactly what I wanted. What am I rolling first? Your attack. Okay. Which would have advantage. Okay. That's 23. 23 is hit. a hit. Okay. So now I'm rolling damage plus the 3d6 for sneak attack. Yes. Okay. So six damage on the rapier, and then and then 11 damage for the sneak attack. So six and 11, 17? Yes. All right, so you run up on it, and just kind of like a finesse style, like tiptoe back and forth, you bring your rapier up like the side of like, like right where it would have a kidney if it had one, and it screams in pain. We are at the top of the order now with... Grant. Uh, right now, Bren is right up on. Bren is in melee range with it, and Rokar is 20 feet away. Okay. And this is in front of the portal. Yes. Okay. Well, near the portal. Yeah. Because the Wraith kind of dodged yeah. away from the portal. Yeah, that's true. I guess I think I'll go for Guiding Bolt. 
Okay. What's that do? Um, a shit ton. I, I make a ranged spell attack at the target, and as long as I hit it, then it takes 4d6 radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Okay. 10. 10? And you throw it at him, and he sees you prepping it, and he easily just moves out of the way as this beam of radiant energy goes across the room. So you'll still just take the life force damage. Okay. Um, after Grant is Rokar. Um, I would like to go ahead and close the gap between myself and the Wraith. Okay. Um, and then I will swing at him twice with my Maul. With the mall? Yes, okay. so you're I'll, summoning I'll them all? summon it into my hands with okay. a bonus action. So as you're running up on this wraith, you put your hand up in the air, and out of nowhere, this mall comes like flying through the tunnels and like reaches your hand, and then you bring it into the... That's a 26. On the that's a hit. First attack. And that's a 23 on the second attack. That's also a hit. So that's 13 for the first attack. And that's going to be 10 for the second. You take this maul with two hands and you swing it down directly into the chest of the wraith. And it like falls backwards from the force. And then it just you bring your you bring the maul around again in kind of like a whirlwind motion and just kind of hit it at like its knees in the air. And it does kind of like a parallel. It like kind of goes parallel to the ground sideways and uh, prepares for attack. But at this point, it is Finch's turn. I'm going to uh, move into some sort of position to where my bow and arrow would hopefully not hit one of my companions. You're in that position. Yeah, so I'm going to move out of that position. You you don't want to be in a position where you can hit the right okay. with your bow and arrow. Wait, what? You are currently in a position where you will not hit your friends. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, fantastic. I'm going to... Uh, God, I hope I hit him. Um, <laughs> because I'm also going to put sharpshooter on it. 11. That's a mess. Figured. You get two attacks, though. You get that extra attack, remember? I'll try. I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I meant to put a hunter's mark on him first, too, but I guess I'll just take this instead. And that's a crit mess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay, bud. You're doing worse than Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, you pull one arrow and it flies as true as it can, and then it just goes straight into the portal, and then the crit mess just goes across the room and hits one of the spirits that's like already in this like zoned out motion. You can actually see it kind of affected it, but it's still just kind of, it's so out of touch with itself that it doesn't react to the pain. Mm -hmm. oh, I was just imagining he like, he knocked it wrong and then when he fired off, it just was like spinning around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Finch is the Wraith. Um, the Wraith pulls away from you guys and flies across the room and he run, he flies over to one of the spirits that is in the room and he says to it, fight for me. Fight for me. Bryn, your turn. I want to basically try and be sneaky and hide and get into some form of like shadow or cover. Okay. So that the wraith doesn't know where I'm coming from. Okay, so you want to spend this round in a hide, a hide well, situation. I want to use the cunning action to okay. hide, okay. and then if I can succeed on that, 
I believe I still get. Okay, so how does this hide work? The hide is basically a dexterity saving throw. And if I succeed, then... What's the DC? His perception? I would imagine so. Okay. But yeah, I basically want to... Do you, okay, so you rolled? Yes. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, you're hiding. You don't know if he's seen you or not. Okay. I'm going to knock an arrow. Okay. And I'm going to shoot at the specter. Okay. What's the attack? 17. That's a hit. Do I get the sneak attack? Yes. Nice. That's 10 damage with the short bow. Okay. Seven damage for the sneak attack, so 17. 17 damage? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The arrow pierces the specter, and it kind of like throws its arms backwards and screams out. And it disperses into the air. Fuck, yes. Um, After Bryn is back to the top of the order, Grant. I think I'm just going to go with Guiding Bolt. Okay. Yeah. Guide the shit out of that bolt. Yeah, it's 46. Yeah. Okay. It's 13. You release this energy, this radiant energy across the room, and specters are all up in the way of it, and you just kind of, or the spirits are just all up in the way of it as well. And it just kind of pierces through all of them towards this wraith, and you see all these spirits just start to like scream in pain all throughout, and they are just like flailing around in pain. But at the end of this beam is the wraith just taking that hit and then like turning towards you with this awful stare, but not reacting to the pain at all. But you can tell that it is burning him away. His body is just dispersing from like the chest outward. And he's just getting hollower and hollower. And he screams loudly and pulsates that silver shine like a strobe light. And his head tilts back and a beam of light shines out of his mouth as it screeches in pain. The wraith begins to vibrate violently as the life force it has collected pours from its body and out to the other spirits it had already taken. Then the wraith freezes as if time is standing still and a pulse bursts from its body, pushing all of you backwards. You have purged this land from its spiritual imbalance. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite thing, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at yousimplymustpodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You You Simply simply must. Must! looking real real rough trying to put that headset on shut up meg meg put that effect on her meow (laughs) yeah turn the effect on and then just start moving her around a lot so she meows
It's like she, she fell down a well. <laughs> You cackle in the background. It's pretty funny. Oh, dude. God. Take my head, <laughs> You have to hear what's happening. For somebody. You have to hear what's happening. dire cat roaming these caverns. I can clearly hear it. Thank you. He wears an amulet of the al- uh, uh, so many A's. Then that of you. <laughs> get it out, dude. Get, hey, it, get out. it out. Just get it out, man. Give it a little. Give us a little. Sweet, I can finally fart. Just kidding. I've been farting the whole time. Where's everybody going? What are, y'all, what, are, what are y'all doing on your break? I smoke a cigarette. I don't have anywhere to be, so. <laughs> I wish we had a beer. I'm just going to be uh, hanging out, you know? I'd love a beer. You can go get some. I'm going to find my baby. Going to right hold her tight. Going to grab some afternoon. Really yeah, no, my model's always been when it's right. It's right. Long enough, I would hope. Oh, I'm waiting to the middle of a cold, dark night. Is that why you were fucking around earlier? The only matter I do not take seriously, boy, is you. Your politics bore me. Your demeanor is that of a pouty child. And apparently, you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora. I shall honor our agreement, Cree, if you bring me the orb. But return to me again empty-handed, and I will bathe the starways in your blood. Bitch. You dirty bitch. <laughs> you stupid blue bitch. <laughs> I definitely should have been something like this. I've always watched this like in movies where they're like taking themselves really seriously just to like bust out something like Well, they could at least do that, especially with him, like because it's all CGI. Like they could just let them animate that and put it in the extra yeah. credits. Like it just <laughs> Thanos' fuck-ups. Yeah. That'd be great. Need a light. I'm there. (laughs) It's about time. Ready and waiting. (laughs) We need more Vespian gas. Affirmative. (laughs) Affirmative. This is where the cars live. This is where the cars live. I think that's a different show. Yeah. Get you one. Come get you one. This is where the cars live. Hey, do the one with, uh, with what's his name from Red Alert? Fucking Tim Curry. <laughs> I'm going to go to the only place where you'll never be able to find like, me. I'm going to go to the only place. <laughs> The only place where capitalism will ever find me. Space. 
and cheese pizza. You want a piece of me, boy? Armed and ready. Go, go, go. <laughs> this better be. Dave, I did my I did the whole thing. We could use some help here. Line from Guardians. So you're probably just gonna have to put that in the podcast. By the numbers, boys. This definitely makes me miss playing D D. A lot. Thought you were playing with some guys. He DMs. I DM. Uh, it's no it's no fun to DM. <laughs> nah, but. it was it was fun for me, but it's not fun. You must construct additional pylons. <laughs> Get wrecked, nerd. Damn. That was good. Man, they should really add a patch to StarCraft where some voice actor fucks up the last word of every line. Yeah, can you imagine what it would be like for the Zerg? Oh, man. Glargle. Yeah. The gloop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny mod. Yes. Well, you know they um they added. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give ten seconds of silence, and then we're gonna start.